0: Rogers TV.
1: Hey and welcome to Think Millennial. Um, I'm Ben Strasser. I'm Matt. And uh, today we've got a great show lined up for you. Um, we are joined by Josh and Jordan. Thank AGC. you very much We're for happy to being be here. here, guys. Glad to be here. We're excited. Um, and thank you, thank you all the people kind for watching. The people kind. The people for kind. For watching. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> very appropriate. Um very yeah, very timely too. Like thank this you. is up to the day. human
2: kind. <laughs> human humankind for watching. Kind. The human fund. <laughs> the
1: human fund yeah. <laughs> um, Josh, uh, do you want to tell <laughs> us a little bit about what you do? So you're part of you're the brand ambassador for, for the, the, crew the Crew Real, real estate. estate. And you are also um, a co-owner of
2: Mercury Mercury Productions.
1: Productions. Awesome. So do you want to touch on uh, what you do with uh, The Crew? Sure. They're very similar.
2: So it's kind of fortunate. Um, The Crew Real Estate is a real estate company here in Brantford. Mm -hmm. We're through Sutton Team Realty up on Morton Ave. Or Holiday Drive now. And um, I work with Ryan Campbell, who's our agent, and uh, an incredible team, Carson Campbell, James uh, Renault, myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, we sell real estate in Southern Ontario. But uh, the cruise tagline is, we do real estate differently. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I think anybody who knows us can tell you is just how differently we actually do it. Um, I talk a lot about this, so it might sound scripted. It's because it is. Um, (laughs) We sell little chunks of Brantford on the regular to people. Um, But we also have to sell the city to people, uh, to all the people. I mean, we're having an influx of people moving into our community Mm -hmm. right now. And uh, if you're going to sell little chunks of the city or sell the city itself you should polish your product and one thing that we're actively trying to do is make our community a better place to call home right. we work with some really incredible partners to do it. it's too many to name but i mean yeah. if there's an organization out there a business that's working to make this community better chances are we've got a good uh reputation with them like the millennial networking mm-hmm. group um, you know we're really we really like what you guys are doing yeah. and it's fun to work with you guys uh with what you're doing mm-hmm. but uh Brantford's just a Great place to live, and as a brand ambassador, my job is, uh, okay, I say this, it's uh, a salesman can tell you what the company that he works for sells. Mm -hmm. Uh, A brand ambassador can tell you why they sell it. Uh, A salesperson can tell you what a company does. A brand ambassador can tell you why they do it. Mm -hmm. So uh, real estate's in our name, The Crew Real Estate. Everybody knows we buy and sell properties. I'm gonna tell you why we buy and sell properties. Uh, Ryan uh, was in the home flipping so uh, he got his start in pizza shops and he worked you know 14 hour days just him and his brother just slinging pizzas and he had this opportunity to buy a property with the money that he'd saved up and he fixed it up and then he sold it through an agent and he got to see the process of like taking an old derelict property and putting a little bit of love uh, and making a nice profit off of selling it and eventually why wouldn't i want to sell properties and when i met with brian at uh, what's now the Devlin's Advocate in downtown Brantford. He said, um, you're out there doing all this crazy incredible stuff in the community (laughs) and I'm selling the community. Um, Maybe we could work together. And he told me that uh, he was a self-made man but he wouldn't have been able to do it without the incredible support of the community. It was a community that made him you know a great real estate agent. Mm -hmm. So he said tell me what you need and I'll help you make it happen. And since uh, myself and my business partner through Murky Productions, yeah. James, started working with Ryan, we've done some really incredible things here in the community. Uh, a, a huge focus on the arts. We do a lot of stuff for local musicians and dancers and singers and artists. Um, but uh, it's all part of the crew year. So uh, we work with a really incredible woman in town named Tammy Ecott, uh, who owned and operated the Closet Door. So I think oh, everybody right. knows who Tammy is and has seen, <laughs> <laughs> and seen me working with Tammy. Yeah. Um, last year, when we officially first started working together, um, we admired what Tammy was doing with the, her fundraising for The Closet Door, and we decided to work together to throw a New Year's Eve party. Mm-hmm. And in our infinite wisdom, I'm not going to give credit to anybody particularly, we determined we would do Crew Year's Eve instead yeah. of New Year's Eve. And we would do a huge fundraiser and raise a ton of money to try to gift cancer care patients through her. So we ended up dubbing 2017 and onward the Crew Year. So when you ask me what I do as a brand ambassador, literally my job is to go out there and find out what's being done by people and organizations in our community to make the community better, yeah. and I tell them that the crew is on board. Because mm-hmm. the crew, something that we're going to be trying to move forward into the new year doing is that the crew is not just going to be the people who work on the crew, like me and Ryan and Carson and James, mm-hmm. um, but it's going to be you you're the crew, come yeah. out with us. You, you want to be a part of your community, come out and join right. the crew. Uh, join the crew, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, I have such an incredible job because I get to go to events and just communicate and talk with people. And we know that people are gonna Pick their agent based on many different reasons and honestly the number one reason I think somebody picks a real estate agent is because of a referral Mm -hmm. it's a friend it's a family member it's somebody that you know someone has had a trusted building relationship with Mm -hmm. but you know where we get a lot of our business through our advertising and our advertising is when somebody sees the crew they click on it, they're maybe moving to Brantford so they don't know somebody in Brantford that could refer a realtor, mm-hmm. and I think the first thing that anybody's going to do before they buy a product or use a service is research them. So if they find out that our organization is involved with the not-for-profit organizations and that we're promoting and uh, encouraging the, you know, our community, mm-hmm. then maybe they'll want to do business with us. Right. And it's amazing because I've seen other realtors uh, doing it too. And I'm not going to say that we're going to take credit for what they're doing, but it is really great because there's a lot of money in real estate. Mm -hmm. So I almost do feel like it's a realtor's responsibility, or anybody who's Mm -hmm. independently wealthy in the city or making more money than maybe your average uh, people kind. uh, People kind. To put (laughs) some of that money back into your community. Brantford is... um, Going through sort of kind of, I like to think, like a renaissance of sorts yeah. right now and uh, a transformation. And there's still this like storm cloud that kind of hovers over Brantford that existed from before I lived here. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, let's get that, get the sun to come out. Yes. And uh, one thing you can sure count on the crew to do is to shine the light on.
1: This community, and I think that's amazing. And we've got about a minute and a half left before Sorry, we go to break. I talked. No, a lot. no, that's that's fantastic. <laughs> no. um, but what we're kind of going to touch on after the break is the fact that yes, you're the brand ambassador for um, for the crew. But at the same time, you're really also a Brantford ambassador. And mm-hmm. it's almost one and the same, right, Th- with the amount of stuff that you do in the community. Um, so I think we're going we're gonna to touch on that when we get back. Let's do it. Um, but if you want to maybe say a quick 30-second piece on, like,
2: If you're looking wh- at buying or selling a home in Brantford or Brant County, call the pro. <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played. Yeah, That's thank that you works. very much. That works. I feel like I have to do my job. <laughs> um, yeah, we're pretty
1: much there. Yeah. Uh, now I'm just, I don't know, for some reason, now that we're, we're live, I feel like more pressure as we get down to those numbers instead of when it was pre-taped before. Um, I don't know if you feel that way. Not know. No, not at all. Fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Uh, so if you have any questions for either Josh or Jordan, feel free to comment online, um, and we will do our best to get those answered. And we'll be right back. Okay. to you by Rogers Anyplace TV. Enjoy exclusive content for free. Visit rogersanyplacetv.com.
0: This February helped to fill emergency food hampers during the House of Friendships potato blitz. You can make a difference in your community with a bag of spuds or a financial donation.
2: where the car is the star. Discovery Velocity is now on free preview. We're going
0: to have the most incredible option we've
2: ever had at this event. We're taking two beautiful cars to Barry Jackson. And
3: so, I'm Alex Vega, and I've got the hottest shop in Miami.
2: I just fell in love with it. It was the color of the look.
0: <laughs> How good is this car? God, that is awesome. Discovery Velocity, free preview on now.
1: We're supposed to be at City Hall. We're gonna build it right here.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, sure. And give
1: witsuits to all the visitors? <laughs> no, on the water. Hey, come on, we're talking about building something the size of 64 city blocks. And there's no land left in Montreal. So, get serious. Listen. We'll build islands. How? We dig up Montreal? <laughs> <laughs> They're digging a subway, remember? You take it from there, and you
2: put it here. 12 months and 25 million tons of fill later, St. Helens Island was reshaped and Ile Notre Dame was created.
1: Come on, we don't want to keep Mare Drop waiting, do we?
2: Montreal's Expo 67. It would prove to be the most successful World's Fair of the 20th century.
1: Welcome back, people. Kind to think millennial. <laughs> I'm Ben, oh, is, <laughs> and we're joined by Josh and Jordan. Thanks, guys, again for being here. Thanks, um, Josh. Before the before the break, we were talking about how uh, basically you being a Brantford ambassador as well as being a brand ambassador. But do you want to touch on and kind of we can both jump in on this or all of us jump in on this? But the importance of community in our lives.
2: And getting involved. It's in one of the most amazing meaning? things anybody can do, period. Mm-hmm. You, 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 there's nothing that you're passionate in, that there's not a group of people out there who are passionate about it, too. Mm-hmm. And to surround yourself by people uh, who are you know, into the same things as you, mm-hmm. there's nothing that you can't accomplish. Yeah. Um, I accidentally got involved kind of heavily in community involvement. I was telling this story earlier today. Um, a friend of mine asked me to be in the Christmas parade, and I just loved it. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was the most amazing thing ever. Santa! I was getting, I was getting all sorts of attention. <laughs> I have this ability to attract attention, I'm not sure why, and uh, it's a gift. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I said to myself is that if I'm going to have this ability to attract attention, I, I better support some really incredible things. Mm-hmm. So that way the attention that I'm gathering can be sh- you know, shared with the things that I support. Um, and ever since then, I have met the most incredible individuals doing such amazing things. And I don't like to take a lot of the credit, because honestly, I don't feel like I do that much. I feel like it's other people who are doing it, and I'm just kind of drawing attention to the people who are doing it, mm-hmm. and uh, it makes me want to become more involved. Um, if you feel like there's something missing in your life, yeah. you really should join a nonprofit organization or a charity organization or a neighborhood association mm-hmm. or start volunteering yeah or yeah. join a sport like sports was never my thing, which is why I do drama and arts and all that stuff. Yeah. but join a softball team you immediately have 30 friends yeah. You know, and you get to meet their families. You get to meet those individuals, and you get to just feel inspired. Um, I'm very fortunate with my job that I jump out of bed every day wanting to go out and uh, go out and just meet people and hear their stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really cool. Um, the whole brand brand ambassador thing, uh, it's just because I was a brand ambassador. Uh, yeah. I don't remember who it was, but they made a clever joke. Oh, You're kind of like the brand ambassador. Yeah. So I've been officially... Uh, Unofficially calling myself the Brant Ambassador since, and it's kind of something like through my Facebook and through the various channels and through the videos that we do with yeah. Murky Productions and our work with the crew, I've kind of become known as this Brant Ambassador, and I really like it. <laughs> it's more like you say, though, a Brantford Ambassador, because mm-hmm. I don't have that much to do with the county of Brant. <laughs> it's a lot more to do with the city of Brantford, yeah. I gotta tell you. But honestly, um, I'll just say this, and I just wanted to be so clear. Go join something community oriented and it will change your life yeah and i think it's i don't so have to tell you guys that
1: <laughs> i think it's something so important to realize that it doesn't even have to it's not like this big huge commitment or anything mm-hmm. like that it could be something that's just a small thing did you have something an hour a yeah. month so thing?
3: it's funny how you said jumping out of bed every morning feeling mm-hmm. excited um so it goes back to actually happiness itself um if you've ever heard of people being on a treadmill so they call it hedonic treadmill so millionaires that seem to have the best life ever you know fancy cars uh, crazy social life partying all the time crazy trips and then what happens they're in the news on e-television you know because they don't have any kind of sense of community Mm -hmm. so actually like research has shown that it's only intrinsic goals so Community is actually number two and relationships are number one but they go together right? yeah, so cra- like yeah so if you don't have that as part of your life then that's actually 90 percent of happiness mm-hmm. nine, nine to ten percent I believe yeah. is physical things I mean including money so it's it, he's a prime example <laughs> he's yeah. a perfect example <laughs> of that being true yeah I mean they've mm-hmm. done tons of studies there's documentaries on happiness and, and they all say the same thing gotcha so yeah yeah i agree um with starting what i've started and i've always been involved with organizations Mm -hmm. since high school yeah more so now even it's it is about momentum as well once you get started you want more and more and more yeah so i would say like that's you want community and being involved in it to be your hedonic treadmill Mm -hmm. not money because when it's money it's, okay, I'm gonna hit $150,000 this year. I have a Mercedes. But then you hit a point where, in your brain, it's not releasing, dopamine makes us happy, yeah. it stops. So then how do you get that again? You're chasing, 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 so you're on this treadmill all the time. So next year it's $300,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Two cars, more trips, <laughs> yeah. and it's never enough. Yeah. But when it comes to things like he's doing in the community, it's constantly filling, 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 and it's great, though, because yeah. you do feel fulfilled all the time. Rick?
2: I want to give my business partner, James, a shout-out, and I want to talk about something Ooh. that I never thought about. Um, I'm, I'm like Mr. Optimism, Mr. Positivity, Mr. Excitement most of the time, and one thing that me and James have in our uh, business relationship is that like, we're polar opposites. You are
3: fantastic yeah. together.
2: Thank you. Um, we <laughs> were writing a proposal... <laughs> Sorry. We are very cute, got to tell you. <laughs> yeah. We were writing a proposal, and in the proposal I talked about uh, bringing together a group of like-minded individuals. And it sat, and it was done. It was a part of the proposal. And we read through everything we ever put together for any project that we had. And when we got back to reading that line again, he said, you've got to take out that like-minded individuals bit. And I was like, I like, it. I like the way that it sounded. Of course I want to get together with like-minded individuals. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I? And he's like, no, you need to put community minded individuals I was like okay that sounds good why and he said because when a group of like-minded individuals get together nothing gets done you need people of differing opinions and one thing that I've learned from community involvement is that you're going to get together 20 people in a room and somebody's going to challenge your convictions Mm -hmm. someone is going to challenge what you Mm -hmm. believe at your core and it really helps bring out of you what you actually believe in and what you actually stand for because you've got these incredible especially when you're in a room uh, like a board meeting and you've got key players from various different organizations like these are all people who have got to where they are because of their firm belief in something Mm -hmm. and when you meet somebody that contrasts with you if you can agree to disagree you can really (laughs) learn what you believe in and what you stand for because for me I'm a huge advocate for arts and culture and music and uh, you know local talent in this community but sometimes I get blinded by that Mm -hmm. and you know not everybody deserves to be a star not everybody deserves to be a mic and what's the funniest comedian for one is somebody thinks is rubbish or the best singer for one person is not and um, one of the things from my community work is that not only have I met these incredible people but I've learned to respect people for their differing opinions mm-hmm. and I feel like that if you don't get out there and meet those people you might never know what you actually believe in or what mm-hmm. you stand for I don't know yep. if that makes mm-hmm. sense no I yeah. think
1: that makes sense and we've got about 30 seconds here. sorry <laughs> no no that's great uh, we got actually 15 seconds so uh, make sure you're commenting online and we'll be right back after the break
0: Tuesday at 7, Chef D takes you from the farm to the table with delicious meals made from locally sourced ingredients. At Home with Chef D, Tuesdays at 7 on Rogers TV. Local entrepreneurs share their stories of success and challenges in small business. Or even if I need more of a virtual kind of presence. The Small Business Show on Rogers TV.
1: It was our 35th anniversary. To celebrate, we were on our way to Mama Rosie's where we had our first date. That's when we heard coming from the radio. So we stopped and listened. It helped us get to safety. So when I think of, I think of our anniversary because now we have even more to celebrate.
2: We're just gonna finish up now with a great uh, stir fry Again, using some of our prepackaged vegetables that are still really fresh, that are really great for us.
1: That or I'll see what you think. What do you think of that? Delicious. Welcome back to Think Millennial. I'm Ben. I'm Matt. And we're joined by Josh and Jordan. Thank you guys again for being here and thank you everybody um, watching at home or at the office, on Facebook, on TV, on Roger's website, anywhere and everywhere. Um, Josh, we were talking about um, your business partner, James, mm-hmm. who it also happens to be his birthday today. His birthday. Happy, so
2: birthday, so happy birthday, James.
1: Happy birthday, James. Um, yeah. Keep it up. Oh, <laughs> finger guns. Yeah, finger guns. Finger guns for James. <laughs> inside joke (laughs) Um, but do you want to touch a little bit about what you do with murky productions
2: yeah uh, so murky productions accidentally came into existence Uh, James used to be a mortgage advisor and I was working for the paper and selling coffee at the time and uh, he was doing a video series called things to do in Brandt 52 things to do in Brandt more specifically brilliant and uh, we syndicated it through the paper I worked for at the time and uh, it was really good we got a lot of attention and eventually James came to me and said hey I want to do this full-time I told them I was a little busy, I I owned my own company at that time, and I was busy with the paper and selling coffee, and uh, after it came down to it, we ended up getting a really cool contract to work with Waterloo Regional Tourism Marketing Corporation, Mm -hmm. and we brought to the Waterloo region, 52 things to do in Waterloo, 52 episodes of a show. Um, Video production was basically what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had to find a company to be able to do that. And James's gamer tag on Xbox is Murky Capybara. He's going to get a whole new friend request now. (laughs) And uh, he always wanted to call his company Murky something. So Murky Productions is what it became. Um, I've already told about how we got to working with the crew and what we do with the crew real estate as their brand ambassadors. Um, Murky Productions is now in the content production business. So we produce content whether that be the written word for things like website or for social media or content in the community with our video content like our very successful things to do series that airs online Um, or uh, events. Yeah. So, uh, one thing that we're doing with The Crew Real Estate right now is our talent show. It's a huge yeah. thing we did last year. It's called the Breath of Fresh Air talent show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've raised a ton of money to be able to give a $5,000 grand prize to one lucky talented artist here in Brantford and Brant County. Mm-hmm. And we're also doing a $5,000 sponsorship of the City of Brantford's tree planting program to plant trees in our community. Yeah. Which is incredible. So, yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's more about the talent. I yeah. mean, honestly, uh, we've, we had 85 auditions and 25,000 votes, and 12 people take the stage last year. We're doing the same thing this year. Auditions are now open at Breath of Fresh Air, com. Mm-hmm. We also have a murder mystery we're bringing to Brantford, which is really exciting. It's yeah. this Saturday. Uh, it's in partnership with Movie Junkie, the only movie rental store still in Brantford, up on West Street cool. uh, by <laughs> West Garden Buffet. Yeah. And there's a production. So it's Downton Abbey, musical murder mystery. You can find that online. Yeah. We're doing a blood drive with Canadian Blood Services. It's called Give Blood with the One You Love and Save a Life Today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've partnered with Devlin's Advocate to do that and Brantford Blooms in the Sanderson Center. Awesome. So anybody who comes out and gives blood on the 15th at the Woodman Community Center uh, gets yeah. entered into a chance to win a date night for two in Brantford through yep. those partners. And then we have an art battle coming up at the Rope Factory on March the 3rd, which is competitive painting. Yep. We've got 12 artists that get together. They have 20 minutes to paint anything you can imagine, acrylic on canvas. The audience votes for a winner, and then that winner gets to represent Brantford in the finals, uh, which is in Toronto, and mm-hmm. then they can go from there to anywhere in the world to paint. That's it. That's, that's amazing. just a start. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all the while, we're still marketing and selling people's properties through yep. the real estate and uh, out there volunteering, doing various different things in the community.
1: Awesome. Well, we can't wait to see what you guys do Sorry.
2: That was... No, that's perfect. That's what we're doing. Perfect, that's <laughs> it's, great. That's a lot. That's, that's great.
1: Um, and yeah, definitely make sure that people are be able to play this back and then mm-hmm. we can post the different event links in the in Thank the video you too. Very too much and we make that happen. It. Um, but now we're gonna kinda transition over yeah, to I Jordan. actually really want
2: to hear yeah. all about you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Everything. Right so, so give it to us. What do you got? Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs>
2: uh,
1: <so laughs> Jordan, uh, you uh, specialize in personal development. Yeah. And also so and as uh, so, like through life coaching, right? Yeah. Um, Do you want to touch on a little bit about kind of what you do and kind of maybe more about like what is a life coach, just to start?
3: Sure. So I think an easy way is to explain overall what a life coach is. Um, It's an unregulated kind of new industry. Mm -hmm. I mean, people kind of think of uh, Tony Robbins Mm -hmm. when they think of life coach. You know, the 80s, it kind of like shot up a little bit. You go to these big, huge talks and big auditoriums and uh, you get inspired and you get motivated and you go home and you're going to change your entire life. And then it's kind of got a little bit more—not um, that it wasn't respected—but uh, effective mm-hmm. in the last, I'd say, five ten years. So it's it's like anything in the bigger cities; it was accepted more as a service. Um, and with Branford growing, uh, I kind of saw an opportunity. Um, I worked in closely related fields. My training's in uh, counseling and psychotherapy. And then I've also worked and volunteered with um, organizations that offer career services. And I've done mentorship and Mm -hmm. yeah. But basically, uh, if you're gonna give a basic definition of a life coach, uh, people want to make difficult but positive life changes and they're feeling stuck. Um, How do they get from point A to point B? usually goal focused um, and accountability is a big part in that um, so i believe in that um, but typically uh, a coach focuses on a, either one area or a certain number maybe three, four, five areas mm-hmm. and that's what they offer as their services yeah um in i mean i went to school for psychology first at laurier um, i got a master's in counseling and then i got my coaching certification mm-hmm. so some coaches come from tons of different backgrounds uh, I'm trying to get my certification I had somebody that was a mental health nurse um, I'm a paramedic yeah um, so they don't have any form of counseling training but coaching is a little bit different uh, but they have value from their life experience mm-hmm. and then getting their certification right. and then they would pick um, the one lady that I really enjoyed going through the certification with. She chose to focus on middle-aged women going through transition in their life, maybe mm-hmm. f- from finishing their career and what they're gonna do now. Yeah. Um, so I've chosen to focus on, uh, one, what I think Branford needs, and two, what I would be most skilled at. Yeah. Um, so I do offer individual coaching. Uh, I focus on time management and stress management. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then anything general overall coaching as well. If you're feeling stuck and like what to do next, of course I'll see you. Um, but unsurprisingly to me, i um, very open-minded. I've got a lot of um, questions about being a speaker. Um, I've always been interested in doing that. So I'm developing a talk, but I currently have a workshop um, that addresses uh, stress and what is it, time management, and self-care, which is a huge thing that we tend to not do very well.
1: Right, and I think um, we're going to kind of, I hope that you're able to expand on those sure. after this break. Um, so right after this, uh, don't go anywhere, and we'll have Jordan expand on those, uh, those topics. Sounds Let's good.
0: One word to describe the Jennifer Campbell show it would be authentic there's nothing that is said or covered that I don't bring as much truth to as I can that I simply have never put up with it I get up every morning and I want to come to work at 4 o'clock in the morning and it's never lost on me that there are people who might not be feeling the same way and maybe my job is to pick them up a little bit and having local televisions really matters I feel like even more a part of this community that I love so much it's pretty exciting
2: February on Hollywood Suite on Demand. How did it go? There.
1: I don't like you because you're dangerous. That's right.
0: Watch out for the bike party! <laughs> Oops, my bad. Oh watch this part. This is good. Let me help with that. All right, I'm, all right, I'm all right, Take the alright. Take
2: the files. I'm all right. Hollywood Suite on Demand. Free with your subscription to Hollywood Suite lift anything anything at all he's that strong Joe Schuster will you stop or you'll miss your train now help me find number five strong but by day he's a mild mannered reporter glasses you know a secret identity honestly you Canadian kids he'd be in this cape a what a cape wearing these blue tights a hero in tights really here it is Listen, Lois, this guy is faster than anything, I swear. If you're not fast, you're going to miss your train. That's it. A bullet. A bullet. He's faster? No, he's faster than a speeding bullet. Come on, get on it. No one's going to read a comic strip about a strong man in tights, Joe. It'll never fly. Fly? No.
1: But he can leap over tall buildings. Oh, wow, yeah.
2: See what your cousin Frank says in Toronto. Wait, wait, Lois, I've got something for you. Take it. It's a gift.
0: You never know. It might be worse something. someday. Is he great
1: or what? Well, Welcome back to Think Millennial. People mind. <laughs> People game. This is Matt and I'm Ben. We're joined by Josh and Jordan. Um, And before the break, uh, Jordan, you were talking a bit about the services that you offer and the topics that you mainly focus on. Um, So do you want to kind of maybe go into a little bit more detail about uh, those? Sure. Um, So I think
3: the best way to explain would be uh, the workshop that I'm – I started out as a time management workshop, and then I always try to put my ego aside, and I know time management is something that a lot of people are struggling with right now. Mm -hmm. But every time I give it, I want to pick up on – the feedback and what I, what else is needed. So I focus on the care industry. Mm-hmm. So people think of that, they're thinking um, like old age homes, long term care, but I mean any kind of care. So I mean clients, customers, patients. So if you, you work in the insurance industry, you're caring. Right. Um, so yeah, I last time I offered it to a care company, but Coming up, I'm going to be meeting with like a couple insurance companies and things like that. Um, and what I've got for feedback is people not caring enough and people caring too much. Mm-hmm. Employees, so it's kind of a employers are in a tough situation. Um, some employees that are in caring positions that maybe shouldn't be, mm-hmm. and that are dedicating 100% of their time and are borderlining on burnout. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to address is, so it's three areas, three major areas of what would cause burnout, right? You're not taking care of yourself. Um, you're not understanding what stress is personally. It's, it's different for everybody. And how to properly manage your time, yeah. which is...
2: I don't I don't want to interrupt you. I th- go for it. But that's so cool, because I think some people go into, like, a local fast food joint, and the yeah. person working behind the counter is just not hospitable. Right. And it's you just think that that person's is maybe mean or a jerk and it's like you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. That's maybe right. they are taking care of themselves. Maybe mm-hmm. they could use someone like you in their life yep. to tell them what they need to hear. Right. Um, I think you draw a really great point on people who are... I'm the kind of person who cares too much. I take everything I do so seriously and my yeah. like, customer service has to be like a certain way. <laughs> yeah. But James, again, levels me out and like tries to keep me from like, okay, Josh, stop caring about That's that. Right. We've got something else to move on to. And it's funny because uh, people they need that in their employment yeah. and I think they would need your services in a sense because people don't hate their jobs yeah there's just stuff going on behind the scenes That's and right. people don't get to see that very often so it's really incredible what you do thank you
3: so I think I have a unique um, my experience is unique as well I think because yes I have the education yeah but I've worked in numerous different caring positions and I've burned out myself mm-hmm. so putting all those things together I think I add a lot of value to
1: a number of different organizations. Could you kind of walk us through how that looks? I think a lot of people, they struggle to ask for help or say that they, yeah. they're they struggling with something. It's very difficult for people to say, what does it look like if I come to you and I say, hey, I have this, 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 and this to do in a day. I can never have enough time. I'm exhausted. I'm stressed out. I'm having a terrible time. Can you help right. me? How does that look? How do you help? How do you help keep accountable? Right. So.
3: I come at it from a different angle than a lot of coaches. Um, a lot of coaches want to focus on which they should, what's happening right now, and what's going to happen in the future when it comes to something like time, managing your time. Um, I want to know what else is affecting your life as well um, because other coaches are offering... Um, they call it time blocking. It's very popular right now. It's a useful tool. So basically, um, you're trying to find a pattern in how you're setting your schedule. And you put it into, a lot of people use Google Docs to do it, um, and then it picks up on a pattern of where you're spending too much time and where you're not spending enough. But to me, that's not enough. That's, part, that's a useful tool, but um, I want you to find more time to enjoy doing things that you love or trying new things because um, it always ties into happiness. That's, that's my big thing as well. Um, then we, th- I guess I could give you an example of like a tool I use. So it's a time chart. Um, some organizations I'll be working with, we'll see what that is. Um, and you're actually, every little thing that people do in their lives, like eating, grooming, is broken down. And you fill in the amount of time that you think you spend on that Monday to Sunday every day And then you look at each day, it should total 24 hours because it includes sleep. But a lot of people find that Monday will say 27 hours and then Tuesday will say 22. Well, how is that possible, right? So then you get questions like, well, I'm multitasking, right? Okay, then fill it in as if you're multitasking, fill it in a second time, same thing. So we're overestimating how much time we're spending on certain things and underestimating how much time
2: we're spending on certain hmm. things as
3: well um and then i'm sure we'll get into it uh in other conversation but um there's so much to talk about <laughs> people that are in your life that don't need to be there um feeling obligated to include them in your life gotta cut them out you have to <laughs> you are not a bad person no by doing that no so a lot of uh, social aspects as well into time management i'm not just about uh scheduling 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 it's not about that it's about um the relationships that you
1: have as well yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. spending
3: that time wisely right spending it have, wisely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I, t- I call them uh hidden time wasters mm-hmm. that we all have that we yeah. don't know that hopefully i can bring out yeah and eliminate
2: <laughs> the contrast here between his focus on self and yeah. my focus on community yeah. it's just crazy i'm just thinking like of all the things that you're saying like about people yeah, It's the same thing with the community. There's a couple of bad things that happened in Brantford over the last, like, whatever, 20, 25 years. People just can't forget them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with, like, something bad happened in somebody's life and they just can't get over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm he's, like, trying forever. to coach people on a personal level, like, mm-hmm. this is what you need to do to get over this. And I'm trying to coach the community on, like, just, yeah, forget. Okay, the factory shut down. There's new factories that have opened <laughs> up since, guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, this is so cool.
3: And because Brantford is going through this transition period. I'm trying to slowly introduce services like mine, people to it. It takes a while to get comfortable with it. And that's Mm -hmm. why I'm also focusing on groups because one, it's uh, less threatening to do it that way. Mm -hmm. And actually I'm really enjoying helping organizations because I'm a big, um, as research-based and scientific as I am from going to school for so long,
1: Uh, I'm an energy person as well and I think that's so so cool that I want an environment and yeah So when we get back, we'll be talking about that. Uh, We'll be right back after this break.
0: A mission to talk about everything parents deal with on a daily basis. Okay, so what do you do when your child has a meltdown? It's Vanessa and Melissa Tuesdays at 7:30 on Rogers TV. It was John's graduation.
1: We were so proud. We all got together for a picnic. That's when we heard coming from the radio.
3: So we stopped and we listened. It helped us get to safety. That's why
0: when I think of. I think of John, because now he has a real future to look forward to.
3: Your visit isn't really necessary.
0: I'll judge for myself.
3: I know you're an MP, Miss McPhail, but a woman has never.
2: I am not leaving till I do. civilized if those appalling conditions don't change that prison will explode perhaps
1: our lone lady member is too fragile to know what is normal in a prison is this normal
0: her courage would lead to the overhaul of the entire Canadian penal system Agnes McPhail Canada's
2: first woman MP
1: Welcome back to Think Millennial. I'm Ben. I'm Matt. And uh, yeah, we're joined by Josh and Jordan. Um, Again, thank you guys for being here. And thank you everybody at home for watching. Make sure you comment um, on Facebook. And we've actually, Brianna Kerr commented here, um, just talking about how in social services field, people tend to, you were talking about it, maybe give too much of themselves and then yep. they get asked to do more and they right. say yes because they care and they continue to say yes and people, like in there she's like, I don't necessarily practice what I preach because I preach self-care for others, but then I don't necessarily do that. So I know we kind of talked a little bit about it, but the, the, uh, having the, imbi- the ability and yeah. the of saying no and knowing that it's okay to say no as well <laughs> to different things.
3: Yeah, so she sounds similar to me, Mm -hmm. um, something I've had to work on. So it's a gift and a curse to be this way. Mm -hmm. Um, And you eventually hopefully hit a point where you can reel yourself in a little bit. Um, And what I found interesting this year was all the research came by on saying no and our ability to say no, especially in that sort of field. Um, So basically what's been found is we Aren't thinking rationally when we're asked to do a service for somebody, do a favor, take on a shift. Yeah. Um, we we're, we're thinking that they want us to say yes 100%. In actuality, um, the person is more often expecting you to say no, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But it is. That's what they found. Um, and it doesn't make you a bad person. And what it comes down to is, if you don't start saying no more often, then you're bordering on things like burnout. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be healthy enough yourself to provide as good of care as you would like to the population that you serve. So taking care of yourself first, and it's a funny thing to say in the me, me, me society that millennials supposedly are, <laughs> um, that has to be number one mm-hmm. in a caring field. As odd as that sounds, is caring for yourself first, so you have the resources to care for others.
1: Right. And it's the same thing with, like, on the airplane, right? You're supposed to take care of yourself first. If something Mm -hmm. were to happen, you take care of yourself first, and then you help the people around you. That's right.
2: Yeah. All right, I want to ask a question. Go for it. About cutting people out, because it reminds me of a scenario that I've been in in my life several times. Uh, I have a friend, I'm not going to name him on the air, and uh, him and I fight a lot, and it's... Surprising, we argue over everything. I'm so often... No, it's not James. (laughs) Honestly, I would throw James under the bus in a a second. But this person is like, every time I call him or I send him a text with good news, he comes back at me with a counterpoint about why that's not good news. So it's like, oh my god, they opened up a new factory in town. He's like, oh great, another union. Okay. Oh, my goodness, they just built a park. Oh, who's going to maintain that park? Like, it's its just, it seems like <laughs> it, it, he goes out of his way to find a negative in everything that I try to share yeah, with you hard
3: life. You're bringing out my therapy roots a little okay. here. But that's okay, because it's all...
2: And I think mentally, I want to cut this person out of my life. Okay. Because every time I talk to him, he just brings me down. So... But what, uh, the question I want to ask you okay. is... You don't want to be around a bunch of people who are just yes men. You don't want to be around a bunch of people no. who just have the same mindset as you. And I think that some people, and I want to ask you in your expert opinion, if that's something that you think, I think some people think that they want to cut out the negativity in their life, they want to cut out the conflict, but maybe they need to cut out the things that aren't causing conflict.
3: That's right. So when somebody asks me a question like that um, about somebody in their life, I found the simplest way is do they add value to your life?
2: hmm and I feel like he does, because he makes me see okay. this other side of the coin. Okay. And just because I think that something's a good idea okay. doesn't necessarily mean that he is. But if I were to go to other people who just all think that that's a great idea, I might never get to see right. that other side. But
3: the way he questions you,
2: mm-hmm.
3: right? So that's where you use non-threatening language with mm-hmm. him, right? So have you ever heard of uh, don't should on me? Mm-hmm. So should signals in our brain it's a shaming word yeah so then you feel like sometimes you're feeling attacked Mm -hmm. Um, so simple explanation is when you feel um, uncomfortable with him messing you like that is say it makes me feel like not you 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 do this you do that Mm -hmm. you shouldn't do that no it's this is how it makes me feel yeah and that's why I, i don't appreciate when you come at me like that So then it creates dialogue, and you want to have the conversation. Then it's more respectful, he doesn't feel threatened, Then you can actually talk about it without like, what's your problem, man, you know?
2: Yeah, it's It's, it's funny, I think, how people are. um, I heard a really great speaker one time. Um, They talked about how not everybody works as hard as you, and that there are some people who are just in their nature overachievers. They're the ones who stay late at the office. They don't use as many vacation hours as somebody else. And she was saying to the crowd that it's not their fault that they don't want to work as hard as you and you can't punish them for them not wanting people punish themselves i find myself to be the person who's working more than i probably should Mm -hmm. and then i find somebody i'm working with somebody who doesn't want to work that hard it's like i feel it Mm -hmm. even though like my feelings are genuine they're not appropriate because it's not their fault, like maybe they have to go home and take care of a child, or maybe they have a sick parent, or maybe they can't work as mm-hmm. much as you because their brain just won't physically let them, or their body yeah. won't physically let them. And As much as like you feel this resentment, it's like, I put in 12 hours on this project and you only put in 4, maybe that's all they could, and their 4 hours is, is worth your 12, right. y- yeah. you know? And uh, it's so funny because people want to, I think, and what I was trying to kind of say or ask there earlier, is I think... Sometimes your feelings may misconstrue the kind of things that you need to cut out of your life. Maybe you need someone in your life who's going to motivate you or even question you. Absolutely. Just to be able to learn things that you didn't know about yourself.
3: So you're one of the few that is able to recognize that.
2: I No, I don't think that I do. I think, you I think, From I, what you've told <laughs> me, you do. In a technical <laughs> so. aspect. But in principle, I don't think that I do because I find myself getting so frustrated yeah, so with people. Are,
3: but you are emotionally intelligent that's it's a big like thing right emotional the intelligence thing so ever good job but actually for brianna it was brianna's question yeah. um, it just came to mind that research that just came out um, she can know that with practice and age Saying no becomes easier as you age, mm-hmm. so she can have that. She in is her.
2: aging too. <laughs> she no, oh, you're I don't know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He said that I did. not She's ask aging that. great. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it becomes easier as you hit your thirties. How
2: do you do this? Hey, let me try to no. How
3: do you do that? Just saying no. I, I have such say, a
2: hard time. Everything at always
3: always be honest, straightforward. Mm-hmm. But I always... It's funny. I've I found. Uh, Especially on social media, it's when somebody describes themselves as,
1: um, I'm a. Can you just hold that thought for one second? We got to go to break, and then when we get back, uh, so hold that. that. Don't go anywhere. Uh, We'll continue right after those messages.
0: It's fresh. Um, from cooking. Man. Two cups of Ontario spinach. To music. You're walking away, so you're fading from me. And oh, everything she's else she's in stopped. between. King Bertram gave me a unicorn. No i me a unicorn ever. <laughs> Grab a coffee and join Natasha oh, yeah. McKenty as she it's finds out what's me. happening in Waterloo it's Region. It's fairly simple to use. In studio. Weekdays on Rogers TV.
2: Not let recent events derail the work of this nation. What is this? For new national security adviser, Saul. The last time they tried to overthrow the
0: government was never. Anyone who takes a stand, people are gonna say they're crazy. They've been calling me that for years. The country is in free fall. You're acting like it's me off my meds. I will hunt you down. I will kill you.
2: With Louise Porter. Oh, I need help with my pressure cooker. The first dish that we're going to do is we're going to do a blade roast. It's great on a pressure cooker because it needs time.
1: We're just going to put our lid on. And in just a minute, this the safety valve is going to pop up. And it did. Just like so.
0: Magic.
2: So we're just gonna take our little piece here.
1: And it's just, oh yeah, pieces are breaking off already. This is what's so great about this. Oh,
2: falling apart. Mm-hmm. One more piece because I know you're really hungry. <laughs>
1: Matt, thank you. Uh, welcome back to Think Millennial. I'm Ben. This is Matt. This is Josh, and this is Jordan. It was a thank great
2: conversation we had during the break. It was. I'm sorry that the viewers missed like I mean, like we covered so much yeah. stuff.
1: And and you just had to leave us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're back. Now. Uh, we're back now. Yeah. So, uh, Jordan, we were just talking about the uh, kind of the ability to be able to say no, and basically just how to communicate that. Yeah. Uh, so, if you want to take.
3: So.
2: That yeah, I'm genuinely interested. Basically. Please.
3: Say somebody is always asking you for favors. I'm trying to give a, a good quick example. Um, and it's really starting to get on your nerves, but you were always saying yes. You're expecting to go just have a, a burst one day and be like, uh, you know what? I just don't have time, and you're really like taking advantage of me, and then you're just attacking the person, and it turns into one big argument, right? I always say people want these... A uh, big, huge list of steps. How do I, like, what's the first step and the second step? It's simple. So calm, honest, without using attacking words, right? So to say, listen, I know you asked me to do this for you all the time, and I really wish I could help you out, but it's really starting to take a toll on my stress level, and I'm not able to... Um, see my other friends as often or like uh, go to the gym as often and i need these things to be a part of my life to reduce my stress level and i'm sorry but i just can't do these things for you as often as you like anymore and i hope you understand and if they have a problem with that then you've done your job
1: then you cut them out That's (laughs)
2: that's right. <laughs> what Brand's doing to you. Right. <laughs> she couldn't. I think that was a good... Uh,
1: I should probably take the opportunity, though, to apologize. Yeah. You,
2: no, I don't think
1: so. Yeah, that. I wasn't going to. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we've been touching on a lot about communication, yeah. and I think that social media has changed how we communicate um, and just how we're able to relate to one another and just be able to sit down and have a conversation like yeah. we're having right now. Yeah. Um, what are you seeing? Uh, so.
3: Facebook in particular, uh, the most popular one. uh, It's the one people still spend the most time on. And a big story came out, I think it was about a year and a half, two years ago. Just the headline, um, it was reported on tons of news stations, but the one article in particular that says Facebook is making me sad. Mm. And stuff like that catches my attention pretty Mm -hmm. quickly. And so I did a lot of research on that. And it's pretty unbelievable. Um, The one statistic was from a study that nine percent of our time is only is spent actually communicating with each other on Facebook. Well, only nine percent. So close to ninety is spent. Um, they call it like mindlessly scrolling. Yes. And yeah. taking in. I don't want to use the word useless because there is useful content, but it's just content. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in short. Everything's in short bursts as well. Yeah. Um, and. It, that I, th- I think it kind of contributes just to um our ability to pay attention in an actual conversation we're right. away from the computer right. um and yeah exactly how you said how we relate to each other yeah. is a lot different um i know the research is on facebook but i can only imagine um how things like the dating swiping apps are just killing mm. things like dating right yeah. mm-hmm. um you go on a date and if one person's like a conversationalist and the other isn't, at least before social media came along, Mm -hmm. you could draw a conversation out of somebody and I've talked to so a lot of people. conversations
2: now. One person's yeah. talking, Better. one person's on their phone. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, or both people are on their phone. Right. I've sat in whole rooms where people talk to each other through their phones. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, communication
1: yeah. is... Yeah. Unfortunately, we're going to have to uh, stop you guys there because we're out of time. We're out of time. Not, yeah. We're out of time, can yeah. Can we, we do this again, body. then? Yeah, I think we should. Jordan, um, Jordan uh personal Jordan, and, uh, personal development and life coach on Facebook. You yeah. can be How found. do I get in touch So if you want more of this, you can be found there. And then also, Josh, you can be found the, yeah, the crew the crew, real estate and also Murky Productions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll uh, post all links. Yeah, we'll post all links so that everybody can find you guys. But thank you. This has been great. Um, and now we're going to be heading so to uh, music, uh, the Arctic Cowboys. And, uh, yeah, have a great evening, morning, whenever you watch this later. Thank you for joining us. Take care.
0: Hi, we're the Arctic Cowboys, and this is our song you. called Just Country Country Queen. That. Rogers TV viewer response
2: line, email us, or connect with us on social media.
0: This February helped to fill emergency food hampers during the House of Friendships potato blitz. You can make a difference in your community with a bag of spuds or a financial donation. Tuesday at 7, Chef D. takes you from the farm to the table with delicious meals made from locally sourced ingredients. At Home with Chef D. Tuesdays at 7 on Rogers TV. want you come with me right now? for jack thornton I'm for new this is rogers tv
3: the small business show glad to have you back today linda you know i'm really looking forward to this episode because we have somebody who is very very prominent in the community working with communitech uh, and really the ceo is is a good opportunity for us to be able to chat with him about startups in the community and, and small business in general
2: you're so correct and the reason um i'm really really bug poor ian plug to come on the show was because many many years ago he came along to one of my networking events and uh, basically helped us get the word out that networking is good, a good thing to do.
3: And another thing we're going to be doing today is actually doing our one-on-one, which we're very good at doing, and yeah. so we really have a lot of things we want to share, so we're looking forward to a good no, segment. we to
2: catch up on, so I think by doing our one-on-ones, we can um, remind our viewers what we've been talking about in the past few weeks, and I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things really we have to remind ourselves again you know what are the steps to take when starting a business what are the things we need to do and we've talked about um planning preparation and prioritizing haven't we
3: absolutely so So just a
2: little reminder
3: so you know let's get right at it i'm looking forward to it and we'll be right back
1: is brought to you by Rogers Anyplace TV. Enjoy exclusive content for free. Visit RogersAnyplaceTV.com
0: Tuesday at 7 Chef D takes you from the farm to the table with delicious meals made from locally sourced ingredients